Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And it is our number two of the Mark Hoke Show. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Man, we are just covering Las Vegas and the world. It's it's the best wrestling show in the multiverse. I'm just calling it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, agree with can that, we do that? I agree with that, man. I'm doing some magical things over here on a Sunday morning, man. Hoka mania, man. You know, it's funny. That was I, I was the hoaxer in high school. Okay, okay. I was. Yeah, Hokamania ran wild a lot. Hokamania, oh my gosh. That's so perfect. <laughs> That's I it, never man. thought about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it hit me last night. Did it really? Yeah, and I was like, uh, how come we're not running Hoka- with, all over we with should, it? We need a t-shirt. Hokamania that needs to be on the shop, right. themarkhokeshop.com. It's already coming. It's already coming. I got, I got you, Mark. I got Uh-oh. you. The yellow or the red one? I don't know. Well, purple's kind of my color. But it's know. not Hoax color. Well, I got to be purple's a for Barney, man. You're Mark. Hope. Wow. Well, you right, can't go right Hulkamania look... and use different colors. All right, come on, you guys. Dave, you're the branding expert. I got you, man. Just, you, just you sit it. back, just relax, remember, man. It's, it's oh. your show, and you're taking all of the spots. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh no, no, you're coming along for the ride. <laughs> oh no, no, there will be if there there's any sort of issues that come up uh the, you guys are coming ringside with me i i've said this before if i have to take one it's the nightmare pendulum from hammerstone if i'm gonna do it i want it to count right there you go and you'll then be, when i get out of the hospital yeah I'll you'll come be back. dead hammerstone would be like how was that i was like i don't know i don't remember i saw the video that's all i saw oh that's well, all i remember well i'm mark hoke the david difference in here as well as brian ronovich from las vegas wrestling scene.com and we're really excited with today's guest on the show i mean they've just been flying in here but you know this one's very special i think guys very and, you know you it's kind of fun to catch people earlier in their careers as they're learning the trade and pushing their way up the ladder. But it's one thing to do it when you're, you know, 23 or 24. It's another to do it when you're 15. Mm. I mean, what was I? I'm trying to think what I was doing when I was 15. I was wrestling high school wrestling, finishing up junior high football, you know, just kind of hanging out, you know, trying not to be a dweeb in high school. I can you know, see it. And I not get beat up. I can see it. I was, I was probably, at 15, I was probably the kid beating you up. Probably. <laughs> nah, just playing. Well, this guy is not getting beat up by anybody at high school anyway. Right. Now, in the ring, you know, there's a lot of fun that goes on in there, to say the least, with this young gentleman. But we are very happy to have with us Bodie Young Prodigy, my friend. How are you? Doing, doing good. How are you? Give it up. Give it up for the kid. Give it up for the kid. He's awesome. You know, I, I have to say, Bodie, the, the, I remember the first time I saw you at FSW, and I walked in, I'm like, you know, wow, this kid is really going to get in the ring? Really? And then I watched you. Dear Lord, you're pretty good. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I mean, 
it, the the things that you can do in the ring at such a, a young age, and not just the moves, but also you know I I see that you have a pretty good understanding of psychology and emotions and so on in the ring. I it's it's really fun to see. Tell us a little bit about how you got started in professional wrestling. How young were you actually when you first got in the ring? I was eight years old when I started training at the FSW Kids class. What? Well, hold on, hold on. Eight? Yes, eight years old. <laughs> eight. Damn. Yeah. How did you get in a ring at eight years old? I don't even know. <laughs> no clue, no clue. Uh, no way. So I started watching WWE when I was eight, and I was intrigued and all that. I had a family friend who was doing kids' classes at FSW, and he found out that I was watching wrestling, and he brought me to, I believe, FSW No Escape 2015, I think. Okay. And, yeah, I it was really an experience. Uh, I didn't know who he was at the time, but Kenny King, uh, now one of my coaches, signed my ticket. Oh, nice. And I That's think so the cool. week after, he brought me to the kids' class. Now we're here. That's interesting. Wow. Tell, tell me this. How long were you a wrestling fan before you started training? Uh, I think I could recall maybe a couple months. couple months? Wow. And you, and right you, away. And you got that passion. So the thing, interesting thing, like you were eight, right? Right. When this happened. When I was eight, it oh, was all geez. still like like I knew Man. nothing about behind the scenes. Like So were you – how did you acknowledge that? Like from going from being a fan and then seeing how it's done – behind the scenes like was that a huge shift i think uh i was still a fan like when i was training and i wasn't doing shows yet i would still watch all the high octanes so i think it was a transition from becoming a little more professional and taking this seriously instead of just being in the kids class and uh jumping around Right, right. But I'm saying, like, first time you watch wrestling, like, it, it's still real to me, you know, and it's like you, yeah. you're buying into it. Then when you realize it's a whole different business, uh, was there a moment for you when you were like, oh, okay, this is how it's done? Uh, I don't think so. I just think it's cool to think that the things I was watching on TV, that's now what I'm doing. I'm basically fitting in the shoes of the people I was just watching. For two months. For two months, <laughs> so you didn't. So you didn't care that it wasn't UFC necessarily. It's more show than UFC. That didn't bother you once you found that part out. Uh, before I started doing pro wrestling, I don't know what, but I wanted to do some kind of mixed martial arts. I think I took maybe karate for a week. Okay, I maybe did uh, taekwondo for a week. Uh, I wasn't that good at it. I remember there might have been a video. Of me getting put in the walls of Jericho by like a five year old girl in karate class. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and then I started watching WWE. Gotta find that. And right. I'm like, okay, this is something new. It's different type of fighting. And then I got started. Okay. Well, how hard was that for you to? I mean, because you know we see everybody taking bumps and doing all this crazy stuff in the ring, and you know it hurts. It hurts a lot. And Maybe. you're just a little kid. Going in and taking bumps that a lot of times when adults do it for the first time, they're like, I'm out. Forget it. I'm right. done. Yeah. You know, what was what was that like starting to experience that and learning how to wrestle? I think uh, I'm starting to get used to it now. I know bumps at first probably uh, weren't the comfiest. But now that I have a better idea of the wrestling business, psychology and whatnot, I think I know how to save my bump card a bit better or the bumps that I am taking, I know how to protect myself. Because I remember 
like in the kids' class, it was easy for me to maybe not tuck my chin. But now I'm like super careful, and even though it might seem like I'm uh, doing some crazy stuff in the ring, I'm living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And one thing that is very important in professional wrestling is protecting the person that you're working with, too. So when you're wrestling adults, and, and you've been in the ring with some of the, the best wrestlers around, you know, they're, you know, you're not only putting yourself in their hands, but you're also, they're also putting themselves in yours. And how, how hard is that to, to when, you, if you actually think about it, you know, you're, you're trying to take care of a full grown adult in the ring and make sure that they don't get hurt too. Now, how does that feel when you're, you're putting, not only putting yourself in their hands, but they're putting and trusting you that much? Because I mean, you think about that, that's, you know, you're, you're a kid. And, you know, these guys have careers and you're able to go through a match and do things the right way. It's pretty neat. I think that makes me uh, the most dangerous wrestler ever because my life is in their <laughs> hands. But oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> as I've been uh, continuing to wrestle, I think I've gotten a better idea on how to, I wouldn't say build trust, but to how to get through a match safely and make it cool while I'm doing it. So I think... Maybe at first I was a little nervous when it came to calling matches or going through the motions, but I think now, I think I'm set. I think I know what I'm doing in there. I mean, good thing I know what I'm doing in there, Right. but I think I'm good. How old were you when you had your first match? Nine. What? You heard me. Nine. <laughs> Nine? <laughs> Who did you wrestle? Uh, this was for a uh, kids' class like exhibition match. Okay, I'm not sure if it was on a high octane or something. It might have been Future Shock. That was Future Shock. I don't think Future Shock was around then. There was something uh, like a ki- uh, yeah, it was a showcase. I remember that. But yeah. weren't you a heel? Well, that was that was when he you were a ref. That you came out to be a ref, mm-hmm. and then you turned heel during that match. I don't remember who it was who was even in it, but yeah. it was it was well, really uh, cool because I was like, look at this kid. Like, you had a lot of presence, and like we were talking about the fifth tool, it was there. Like, you had the crowd was in it. You had the crowd. Like, you didn't look nervous about that at all. Like, that was all there already. Was that the first? Uh, no, that wasn't. That was oh. probably maybe the uh, <laughs> third or fourth. Okay. My first match was uh, when I was nine. This was 2016, a showcase that I probably don't remember the name of, but it was me as uh, the Neon Warrior. Yeah. That okay, was the okay, gimmick okay. back then versus that. a guy named River Wild. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, uh, I'm so glad that I got to wrestle him recently, but the ref of that match was indeed Damian Drake. Oh, oh wow. Full circle. Wow. Yeah, and then came to a full a circle. Story. I just wrestled him not about a month ago. How old was he at the time? Uh, this was Midnight Marvel's Damian Drake. No, no, no. I'm talking about River. Uh, oh, River Wild. Okay. Broken uh, River. What is I think it? he was a year older than me. Okay, okay. I think oh, so. Okay. So he's still doing it, too. Hmm? River he's... Wild. Uh, I don't think he's wrestling anymore. Oh, okay. I've I seen him like maybe a year ago training for a couple months, but he's been in and out. And Well, enough about River Wild. Yeah, yeah enough so, about so, River Wild. Who? If you're watching this. Just kidding, kidding, kidding. Yeah, nobody gives a damn about that kid. <laughs> Look, we're, we're talking to you, man. Let's go. So who's your first match with an adult, and how old were you when that happened? First match with an adult. Uh, I don't – I'm not going to count this, but I was in the uh, 2020 FSW Halloween Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. But then uh, a couple months later, for my first ever main roster debut, I went one-on-one with Remy Marcel. Wow. Yeah. 
So can I can I tell a story about this? Yeah. Oh no, here we go. Go ahead. Okay. We've been so waiting for this. One. I reached uh, from time to time. I'll reach out to somebody with FSW and I'll say, Hey, are there you know what matches? Got any matches? You know, I can if I'm putting a preview together, try to confirm and make sure nothing's changed. You know. Well, this one they said. Well, one of the matches is Remy versus Bodie, and that was how it was written to me. Remy versus Bodie. I'd only seen you do kids class stuff, mm. right? So, and I'm thinking if you're going to wrestle on a future shock or something like that, you're going to wrestle Davion or, you know, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking, well, it's Sin, it's Sin Bodhi. So I do an Instagram post talking about how tough this match <laughs> right, right. is going to be for Remy because he's going to go into the meat grinder. I use that term. So like how I would describe Sin and the way he wears everybody out right. and beats you into submission. That's how I'm describing this match. And Remy sends me a message and he says, hey, dude, it's Bodie Young Product or it was BYP, or he said, kid, he might have said Kid Bodie. He, I think that. he said yeah. Kid Bodie. And I was like, oh my gosh. And Remy's like, yeah, but it just makes it so much funnier. <laughs> and yeah, I said, right. yeah, it sure does. So I redid the post and explained that I had made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And then I redid it with, with you. So yeah, that's my, my Bodie Bodie story. I think it'd be funny if. Uh... The, it was advertised as Sin Bodhi versus Sin. Remy, and then they're like Sin Bodhi. I walk out. Uh -huh. Oh dear, with huh? the makeup. Yeah, well, he's done that. Before. I know. That's what tell, I was going to say. Yeah. Tell me something. So your first match, nine years old. Now yes. you are fifteen. Um, and three hundred sixty-four days. Right, three hundred sixty-four days. We're into <laughs> this thing. What What is like? If you take it back to your mindset going into that first match versus the last match that you had probably last night, like what do you feel before you go out there? What did you feel the first time? What did you feel last night? Uh, in more recent times, I think I've been more calm when I've been uh, going out. I don't know. Recently, it's been kind of weird. Like I'm not even really thinking about it. Like I used to be really nervous, but now – when I go out, I'm just walking out like it's another day in the office. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure what my thoughts were like when I was nine. I I'm assuming I was probably nervous. I I don't know. I think I was just maybe living in the moment because yeah. I was super happy to be there. So I think maybe I could be nervous going uh, through the curtain. But once I'm out there, once I'm getting in the ring, I think I'm fine. Showtime. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Was there, what was, some, was there certain things that you were easier to kind of get to let's just go starting at 2021 20, when you after the Remy match where were there certain things that you felt like you picked up quicker than other things or certain things that you're still going uh you know because obviously you looked at a long career ahead of you so like what did you feel like you picked up on quick I think maybe the uh in ring work I think I picked up uh when I say that I mean like selling Okay. Because at that time I was learning more psychology, mm -hmm. so I think I had a better understanding of what what I needed to do in the ring to make it feel as real as it could. Um, and then I think going along, I think I just need to find myself. I think uh, I'm feeling comfortable as BYP. I think I, I think I fit it for now until I'm in my twenties. Right, of course. Do you feel like how about like promos and things like that? Are you do you look to start doing more of those? I think. Um, I'd be happy to do promos. I just think there might be the uh, opportunity for that. Because I don't think I'd be the guy to just walk out and just go speak. Sure, sure. I think maybe if push comes to shove, like for example with this uh, Danny Limelight feud, <laughs> I think um, <laughs> I've been able to speak more about it 
given the frustrations I've been dealing with. Yeah, I, and, and I even mean like cutting a video promo because mm-hmm. obviously there's different ones. You know, the one in the ring is the one you really look at, but the but video ones too. I'm just curious if you if you want to be looking at doing more of that, but with stuff with Limelight, that could be. I want to be doing more of that, especially that's what helps uh, put butts in seats. For sure. And that gives people a better idea of who I am. So it's not just they're surprised to see me walk out. They're right. like, I heard of this guy. Or they saw my promo on the company's Instagram, then they say, oh, I might go check out this guy's YouTube videos or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Instead of, do you get tired of being the 15-year-old kid? Like, does that, do you, not tired of it, but just like, okay, <laughs> you know, I'd be glad when I'm not the the boy wonder? Uh, the boy wonder thing, I think I could be uh, getting tired of that. I wouldn't say I'm tired of it because I think I should be grateful that a lot For of sure. guys are like, I wish I was doing what you're doing when I was 15. Mm-hmm. So I think I should just live in the moment. Like I think there's stuff that I'll be able to do when I'm 15 compared to when I turn into my 20s. So I think I'm trying to live in this moment. But I think some spots in the ring, like some things that I do in matches, I think I can get tired of easily. Like when people be uh, like... <laughs> Patting on my head. Right, right. My he should hair. be in daycare. You they, know. Yeah. yeah, they like to make comments about my age or my mom. I've heard it before. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? You can say it all you want, just it doesn't have the same as same as uh, same effect yeah. as when it did when I was having my first few matches. Yeah. Yeah. Well well, we're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're gonna have more with Bodie Young Prodigy, including this Danny Limelight situation yep. because oh Guys, this is starting to get a little bit out of hand, and, and I have to say I apologize because I I instigated a little bit more of this. <laughs> of course you did. On social media. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. But when we come back, we're going to have more with Bodie Young Prodigy uh, talking about his career and what he's got coming up. A, an exciting start to an amazing wrestling career. And uh, you better start following this kid because he's going to be something special. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back with more on The Mark Hoke Show right after this break. In a kayfabe world, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com brings you the real story. Las Vegas Wrestling Scene is the source for pro wrestling news, along with their up-to-date events calendar. Visit LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show on KDWN. Sorry, KDON. I can't say that anymore. KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. We can't say that? No. Okay. Not yet. All right. Long story. We can't say whoa. What Mark no, said. stop. You can say <laughs> Don't K- make this worse. You can say K Don, though, right? K Don is acceptable. K Don is acceptable. The David Difference. Yes. The David Difference, Brian Ronovich. And of course, we're on with Bodie Young Prodigy. Me. Yeah. You. Me. Yeah. The man. Yeah. This, coming uh big sixteenth birthday coming up That's tomorrow. Right. We're excited yep. about I'm sure he's excited about that. I am. Uh too bad it's on a Monday. You know, I like wrestling on my birthday. I haven't done that yet because coincidentally it's been like the day after or the day before, but would have been cool. You might get a few years you'll be like, okay, I'm cool with not wrestling on my birthday. <laughs> you know, after it happens yeah. a few times, you'll be like, ah, careful what you wish for. Hey, I'll tell you, no pun intended. I'll tell you what, Brian, why don't, why don't you and Bodie come down on uh, to SportsX Radio tomorrow night because I'm co-hosting the show. 
and you guys can wrestle in the parking lot or something. I like that. Sure. Yeah. For that's free. A, that's a great we'll, idea. We'll do that. Wait, this well, is going, wait, wait, I'll, wait. This is totally different than what we talked about, Mark. Well, I heard Brian wanted to take the Nightmare Pendulum. That's the one I want from Hammerstone. No, I want That's I, the only one because it has to count. Uh, uh, you sure? Well, sure? that was for Mark, though. We reserved that for Mark, the host oh, of the show. I mean, the, the host of the show. Fine. El Capitan. The boss you can, man. You can jump out of the tree and hit me with it. The, the leader has to run into the fire first, Mark. Uh, okay. And then we follow. No, you. the leader tells everybody else what to do and nope, puts them, in, no, puts no, them out in leader. front that, of them. That, to, that's, that's, a boss. He that's, that's a boss. That's a boss. That's not a leader. That's a boss. That's not a leader. Mark, do you think Kale Sanderson tells his team to run into the fire first? I don't think so. Mark. Do you think Colonel Sanders? Oh, <laughs> ask, ask what is with you and I'm eating the chicken first. <laughs> Are you gobbledygooking again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who'd you oh, say? You uh, huh? Colonel Sanders, who, who'd you say? Oh, I said Kale Sanderson, uh, who's the coach of the uh, Penn State wrestling team. Oh, it's an inside joke literally between me and Mark. Uh, okay, I was wondering. Okay. I was like, Pointless. should I know what well, you're saying? Well, this is a radio show that goes out nationwide. I understand. So well, inside jokes really don't work Well, people on this will platform. know who Kale Sanderson is. He's only the greatest collegiate wrestler of all time. He's 159-0. and 0, Did not lose a single match Who's all he, four Goldberg? years. Well, except that he really won these. <laughs> he beat Goldberg. He would have. Oh, okay. he would beat Goldberg. Goldberg. Yes. And he's coach of Penn State, and they've won like 10 national titles. Yeah. Well, shout out to Colonel Sanders. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> hey, come on. You can call him Colonel Sanders all you want. No, 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 the, the original. The, of course, the of Colonel, course, man. the guy anyway, with the beard. Anyway, let's, let's bring this back to, <laughs> to our, our fine guest here. Well, you know, Bodie, I, I've seen you mixing it up with guys like Matt Vandegrift and, you know, Juicy Finale, that one scared me, by the way, Yeah, a couple yeah, weeks yeah. ago. For those that don't know who Juicy is, Juicy is <laughs> a f- very large 400-pound Polynesian gentleman. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and Bodie, where do you weigh in right now? Hmm. I think I'm weighing in at like 130, a sturdy 130. Okay. Very okay. well built, That's by the solid. way. Yeah, but yeah. solid. But the, the two of them were in a face-off in a five-way match a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I feared for your life. I mean, luckily I had uh, Jacob Austin Young. If you say. saw, I was sitting on his shoulders, and chicken. we had a double decker lockup. Yeah, it was pretty chicken. cool. I I won that one actually. I pushed him off. Yeah, yeah. all me. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. We're, proud, we're proud of you, kid. We're Thank proud you. of you. Yeah, Big body Bodie. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it, now, all right. Now triple the, B. The, triple the, B. The new name. The new gimmick. <laughs> we got tri- triple B. We got. Uh, D-Man, we got all sorts of stuff. Uh, I don't think we have yeah, D-Man. Yeah, yeah. D-Man's never been acceptable, yeah, we, we right? Threw that out. We threw that out. Oh, okay, we, we did? threw it out. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, they went out. Well, you've been having some issues lately with the United Wrestling Network world champion, by the way, and the FSW No Limits champion, Danny Limelight. Now, and and I got to apologize because I, I started something on Twitter. Of course you did. I tried, I tried to bring peace to this tribe. Right. With, You're of, right. of course, there it, will be no peace. Bodie, oh, Bodie got attacked by J. Vidal and Danny, and and got saved by Kenny King. And I, you know, I I suggested the four of them you know, just kind of go to you know hug it out, you know maybe go to Applebee's have you know have some riblets and uh, nice. Of course, Bodie refused immediately, which may have set the set the tone because then Danny replied that uh, Applebee's doesn't serve sriracha shrimp anymore; it's a no go. But maybe I'll take Bodie's mom to Chili's and give oh, her the two for twenty. Because I heard she likes to have twice the fun for twenty dollars. Damn. So my apologies for setting you up on that. <laughs> ah, damn. But come on, but, Mark. But what's what's going on with you and Danny? Uh, 
good question. What is going on with me and Danny Limelight? First, it started off with uh, me answering his open challenge at Seasons Beatings 2022. And ever since then, I think after the end of that match, he went for the handshake. You know, it was a pretty tough contest. He pushed me to the limit. I went to shake his hand. And I should have thought better. Yeah. Took a low blow, tossed out the ring. He covered my head with the Santa hat. And ever since then, I think reasonably, I'm not letting that go. And uh, luckily, I've paired with Jacob Boston Young. And I think Danny is an incredible wrestler, but I think he can talk all he wants. Like, I just think there's going to be a point in time where it's my turn to shut him up. I'm not going to talk about his mom. Well, maybe I should. Maybe you should. Well, well, maybe I should. Come I don't know. They go high. They go, they they go low. We go high. Yes, come on. Exactly. No, you go don't low. Stoop to that go low. low. Mark, it, you cause enough trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do cause it. any more do trouble. It. I think I just want to end it because that's what I should do. It should be me. Well, beating him for the No Limits title would be a great way to end it. It kind of would be. You know, that'd be a karma, you know. And just a fact check, the two for one, is she, I mean, is that the thing? No. And Applebee's? No. Okay, okay. So he just totally just made Dave. that up. No, Dave. Applebee's. Dave. Applebee's. Oh, My okay. mother Applebee's. is a saint. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like Applebee's, two for one. Who doesn't? Unbelievable. David Difference, everybody. David Difference. Oh, my God. Don't make us call you D-Man. Because <laughs> oh. that's something D-Man would They're say. Applebee's oh. menu. Well, I think one thing that's very interesting, I, I know that, that your mother's very supportive of what you're doing. Yes. And, you know, I could imagine if I'd have gone to my parents when I was, you know, 13 or 14 years old and said, I want to be a professional wrestler, knowing them, they would have locked my bedroom door and told me I was an idiot and, you know, whatever. But she's been incredibly supportive of you and what you're doing. You know, tell us a little bit about you know the support that you're getting from your mom because I know she really does care about what you're doing and, and is behind you. Uh, I'm very lucky to have the support that I do because I know a lot of people that are hiding their passion from their families or they're getting held back. But luckily, she's <laughs> encouraging it. I mean, she'll tell you herself that. She's encouraging me getting dropped on my head often, but she said this recently. What did you do to her as a little kid? You must have annoyed her or something. (laughs) Uh, She said this recently that she's happy that I'm following my dream, whether it was pro wrestling, band, choir, I don't know. She's happy that I'm doing what makes me happy, and that means a lot to me, honestly. That's terrific. Is she a fan? Was she a fan of wrestling at all? Or is um, she? Does she watch WWE? Or is she? I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, I haven't asked if she was watching wrestling in the '80s or whatever. No, no. But I mean, but... like when you were a kid, did she watch it already? Was she at all part of you starting to watch it or? Nothing uh, like that? I don't think so. But okay. she would always like sit in on the kids' classes, and she would always come to every one of my shows. Like if there would be a show where I'm like, "Hey, it's okay. You don't have to show up. I'm only going to be in there for like four minutes." She's like. No, I want to go. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you can go. So, yeah, she feels a little guilty whenever she can't make it. Has, mm. has she ever said to you, that, "Don't, I don't want you to do this in the ring? Has that ever that conversation ever come up? Uh, not really. I think she knows that I know that I'm going to be as careful as I can. 
because I, I don't think I'm going to willingly do something that I don't want to do. Because if I don't want to do it, I'm assuming my mom would not want me to do it either. So luckily we haven't gotten to a point where there's been like disappointment or frustration. I've been on a good path. So good let me you. ask you this then. What about the skewers with Dr. Redacted? Was mm. she... Did she know about that going in? What, what was it? What was it? So during, I think it was Pride Style, yeah? Yeah. Pride Style match, yeah, with Dr. Redacted. Took the skewers in the head for the uh, first time. Ouch. Ooh. Little, some color. Ouch. Yikes. Yeah, that was quite the thing that night. Everybody was really talking about that. I think. Uh, was she there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happened. <laughs> I was uh, disappointed in myself that I let, that I st- I wouldn't say stoop down to the level, but I was disappointed that I let myself have that happen right. because it didn't benefit me. Right, right. right. It was just cool at the moment. Yes, exactly. And after I did it, I was like, man, this is not what I expected. No one was really happy. I mean, the fans might have had a couple oohs and ahs. Yeah. Oh but at the same time, when concern, I got backstage, right? I was just sitting there like, if I want to take my career to the next level – this is not the way to do it. So I'm going to try to avoid skewers for now. Good. You know what I mean? Because there could be a time when it might make sense for you, you mm-hmm. know, or something along those lines, not necessarily skewers. I knew what I was getting myself into, and I said yes, but it was what I expected. Just I think next time I'm going to put a little more thought because it might have been cool to me at the moment, but – my actions had affected other people. Right, right. So for now, I'm going to be no weapons, you know what I mean? Because also that makes it a little less realistic if we want to keep the dream alive. Mm-hmm. If I'm just getting hit with chairs every night or going through doors, does that that kind of spoils the moment. That really spoils BYP. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Let me ask you something about – so what, what, what grade are you in now? I'm a sophomore, but school will be ending on May 22nd. Okay, hooray. So tell me, um, what is it like? What is your role at school? How, and are you enjoying school? And how do your friends react to you wrestling? Uh, I mean, I think school is school because I'm doing my work, but most of the time I'm just like daydreaming about me being in the ring. I'm thinking of <laughs> cool moves I could do. I'm thinking of, oh, the match I just had last night. Um, to be honest, I only really tell like – closer friends about my wrestling because kids nowadays they just like I'm not saying they don't understand but they just maybe don't get it I think they always like to say oh that fake stuff you guys aren't even hitting each other right and I'll try to explain to them this is real I separated my shoulder doing this this happened this happened I have bruises all that stuff so I think I'm just saving myself the time and effort of trying to explain to the kids that what I'm doing is yeah, what I'm doing. Exactly. Well, I, I think if you spread the word, I would think I would invite everybody in my high school to come see what you do. I have and, been inviting people, yeah. Okay, and once they see what you do, it's going to be a whole other level of respect. You're going to be the prom king. Uh, you're going to you're going <laughs> to be the president king. of the school, man. I got to wait a year for that. Well, I mean, whatever. They Promise might induct you earlier, right? Yeah, no, but I think it's a beautiful thing. And then tell me this: like, um, you got a girlfriend? Nope. No girls. Anyone listening? Anyone listening? Oh, <laughs> he's single. He's single. All right. Any well, takers? There, there's, there's lessons in that. Let me put on my dad cap real quick, all right? Because okay. you're just still a, a young cap. kid, man. And I want to school you on something. There will come a point in time 
where interests will change. I mean, that's one of the things about being young now is like, I got time. who know? Well, you might evolve, right? But there's gonna come a time where you're gonna meet somebody and you're gonna feel that feeling. And she's gonna say, "You don't have to practice tonight. Let's go see a movie." Mm-hmm. And you're gonna question mm-hmm. it. I'm here to tell you, stay on the path mm-hmm. of your passion. You're okay. gonna be out of town you're all say, weekend. Go to the movies. Yeah, no, don't go to the movies. Tell them uh, later for that, man. But do it at 10 a.m. and then exactly get everything done. Right. So, <laughs> right. so, so, but where do you want? Where do you see yourself going in 10 years with this? Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, you you know, you've been doing this since you were you know eight years old. So you've already got seven or eight years under your belt. Where do you see yourself in another eight years in professional wrestling? I don't want to get uh, too cocky, but where do I see myself in two years or mm. three years and 365 days? Whatever that number <laughs> yeah. is. Where do I see myself in when you're three 18. years? <laughs> I know the camera isn't on me. This is the podcast, but. What is, what is He's that? counting. What is he doing? The He's math? doing what some math. He? He's a mime Sign- now. What's going on? Signing. Ah, my signature. Okay, okay, there, there it is. He because, wants a contract. I mean, we can talk about some of the uh, people that are now turning 18s, the Nick Waynes, the Billy Starks, the Starboy Charlies. They are doing very well for themselves. I'm very happy to see what they are doing in their careers, and it's a big inspiration. I hope by the time I'm 18 that uh, a door will open and the kid door will close and the adult window will open. Very awesome. Yeah, very so, well said. Who who is your role model in professional wrestling? Like some of the guys that you really you see them wrestle and you have so much respect for them and, and you want to model your career after. I'd just say for now all of my uh coaches, luckily I've either wrestled or been in a tag team match with all of my coaches, uh, not including Leon Hader from the kids class, but some of those role models include Chris Bay, who I was lucky enough to wrestle. Um, I've wrestled Cody Croft in tag matches. I've teamed with Sin Bodhi, teamed with Remy Marcel. And May 13th, I uh, complete the list when I team with Kenny King. Nice. Very awesome. Very cool. So to wrap it up for you, what do you have coming up? Because I know you've got a very busy schedule coming up over the next few weeks, especially with Double or Nothing coming to town. So what's uh, what's on the docket where people can come see you? I'm very happy to say that since last year's Double or Nothing, I have more than doubled the amount of shows that I'm on. Uh, numbers get foggy, but I think seven shows in May, about four of those are in just one weekend. We start Memorial Day weekend, or AEW weekend, with the Future Legends Tournament, nice. the best wrestlers under 25 on May 25th. That's big. That's big. Very awesome. And and what else you got? Uh, some other... And then... The day after that, uh, I'm not on it yet. I'm still trying to uh, make some calls, but GCW is coming to town. The day after that, we start the day with Ben Hall presents Blackjack Rumble. Okay. After that, we got FSW versus GCW 2. And May 28th, we got uh, Second Generation Pro, Go For Broke. That's the list so far. I'm going to keep adding, though. Very busy. Well, if everybody wants to keep up with you and, you know, guys start following this young man's career right now because he's going to go a long, long way. Tell everybody where they can find you and uh, 
Well, and while we're doing that, David is Real presenting quick. a... Uh, On behalf of the Mark Hulk Show, man, we know tomorrow is your birthday, but we want to celebrate a little bit earlier, man. We we all chipped in and got you this beautiful yep. cake, imported, <laughs> imported <laughs> cake, man. Yeah, cake coming. Are we singing Thank you. happy, Mark? So, so You're we're, the boss, so you got to sing happy birthday, Mark. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. After the show. You got a lighter? Did you bring a lighter, Dave? Okay. Uh, fair enough. Well, well, we'll take care of that. But but where can they find you on social media? I got a whole list. We got Bodie, Bodie underscore BYP on Instagram. Same thing for Twitter. We got Facebook, Bodie Chalfin. I also got my own Facebook page. That's Bodie Young Prodigy. We got, hmm, I have a YouTube channel. That's <laughs> Bodie Young Prodigy. That's where you can see matches that you weren't able to see at shows or highlight videos. And... We have a website that is BodieYoungProdigy.com. Yep. And by the way, that's spelled uh, B-O-D-H-I, just so you know. You sure? Am I right? Are you? Did I? Uh, yes, you are okay. right. Thank you. B-O-D-H-I, B-Y-P. Yeah. So make sure you to follow this young man. And uh, and Bodie, I got to tell you, if, you, if Pete, guys, if you haven't seen this guy wrestle, Amazing. get out to one of these shows and check him out. You're going to be in for a treat. He is something special. And uh, we're going to look forward to seeing you progressing your career and uh you know maybe uh maybe teaming up with nick wayne and win some world tag team titles or something like that That'd maybe be AW dope. debut dope. july there you go all right so we're gonna take a break and we come back we're gonna wrap things up on the show because i didn't get to talk about that uh wwe draft and i want to make sure we get that <laughs> in before we uh, yeah let's let's before, get that in <laughs> before we call Definitely. it a day but Bodie, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, we Bodie. do appreciate Thank you for it. Me. Thank you, Bodie. You got it. And we will be right back on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. It's the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. We will be right back. Get ready for one of the most exciting and interactive events on the pro wrestling calendar. The 57th Annual Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Meet some of your all-time professional wrestling favorites. Check out the wrestling memorabilia. Participate in terrific seminars and star-studded events, including Tuesday and Wednesday night CAC Awards and Dinner Nights. Visit CaulifloweralleyClub.org and get your tickets and membership today. That's CaulifloweralleyClub.org. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets, or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit UniqueEatsLV.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. 1015 FM KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. 
And we are back for our final segment on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in professional wrestling news and entertainment. And we want to thank Bodie Young Prodigy for joining us on the show. That was a f- fun segment. Phenomenal. Phenomenal young young man. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, he'll be driving. So he, you know, yeah. don't get into road rage with Bodie Young Prodigy. Yeah. Right. Unless he, you know, smashes into your car, then. You know. Well, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll lose the fight. You'll get so. a 450 from the hood of your car. Yes, it would be very bad. Yeah. So so don't do that. Do not. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be seeing Bodie on a lot of different events coming up. Of course, FSW and so many other promotions here in Las Vegas. So if you haven't seen him, like I said, he's just a blast to watch in the ring. So check him out. Absolutely. Yeah. One belt that he won't be wrestling for is the <laughs> WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, well, it's great seeing you guys today. I'll talk Every, to you guys this week. Okay? And, and, I'm gonna have to, I gotta run. I gotta, gotta all go. my family's here. They just, I literally just called. All right. Everybody else is though, apparently. <laughs> so, did you see this, guys? Did you know how they're determining a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion? Which, by the way, is a separate title from the other two. Right. So we now have officially three world championships in WWE. Right. We went from should having one to having three. It's insane. This title that was designated to be on Monday Night Raw because Roman Reigns was selected for SmackDown and he is the unified, universal, world heavyweight superstar god of WWE. No one else can touch him, so we got a new title that was supposed to be just on Raw. But guys, everybody can play. Everybody gets to play. Yeah, that's fair. As we will be having two three-way matches on Raw, two three-way matches on SmackDown. The winners of each of those matches will collide on their separate brands, and then the winners of those will then face off at Night of Champions for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, which means somebody from SmackDown could win that title. And then you will lose your mind. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> He'll lose it. You would lose your mind, sir. We've drafted champions from all over the place. We moved them around, and now all of a sudden we're finding out that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens can go wherever they want, even though they were drafted to Raw. It's only if they're the champs. Right. Well, and what the hell is going on, guys? This is This is insane. Why did you even have a draft if you were going to do this? I don't get it. Yeah, I I think sometimes it's just filling spots. I don't know yeah. what. Yeah, because it do, definitely doesn't make sense. And we talk about things that don't make sense. And I'm not going to go back into the gobbledygooker. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he learned. Yeah, but yeah. I mean the championship. And we were talking about this earlier. Like it almost means nothing. You right, know, when you right. got so many titles going and anybody can have it, and it's like, what's it worth? You know, that that, that should be the prize of all prizes. And it's like I. I think the problem, too, is like wrestling just doesn't have that, and a lot of times doesn't have that structure. It's just way too fluid. It's almost like, well, we're going to we're gonna book this tight, and we, we have a plan for it, but as soon as it doesn't go exactly the way we want, we're going to make it fluid, and we're going to change it again. Like, they're trying to get him mad about the rules of wrestling is is almost pointless because they can change him at any moment. I mean, they'll change him in the middle of a match. You know, just from something the commentator says. So, like, uh, it. What I've learned with wrestling over the years is, way the way it may look at this point, 
isn't necessarily going to be the way it looks in six months. Like it might make no sense now, but in six months it might. God, or, we, or it'll make no sense and we'll still be complaining about it. We had coherence <laughs> right. for, for about nine or ten months. It was a beautiful nine or ten months. And then uh, we, we think Vinny this Mac is, this showed is Vince? up. Yeah, we think this is all Oh, this Vince is all play. Vince. Yeah. Of course it is. All this nonsense but is what Vince. About, okay, but what if... What, but how about on SmackDown? What if they just combine the belts and that's just the universal title or they go with, you know, just the WWE and they stick the two titles? Maybe they're just going to combine Roman's belts and use the World Heavyweight Champion on the other show. Well, we even had Paul Heyman lusting after that belt saying it would look good on Roman's waist. And I think they're announcing the tournament field today, if I remember right. I don't At like some the triple point? threats. I'm, I, no, it's stupid. I prefer you... the old school single elimination to the championship. This this was a potential field that you had. We got don't have much time, but you know, Imperium's on there, so you got a Gunther in there, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, uh, the Miz is on there, Shinsuke, uh, just running down the list. Dexter Loomis is there, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Bronson Reed. Uh, keep going here. Jinder Mahal's on that list. Johnny Gargano's there now. You had a group that you could have had a fun tournament, and you just said, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." And Cody, of course. So, I well, obviously they're trying to squeeze it in for the uh, David's Saudi Arabia show. Yeah. So, (laughs) so why not just have the tournament that night? That would have been fun, right? You could have. You could have just done eight people and done single eliminations. But that's yeah, they did that with WrestleMania once, and that's not one of the best WrestleMania. Yeah. Well. So it goes, guys. And so it goes, another episode of the Mark Hoke Show on KDON. And and you guys can look forward to hearing more about the WWE draft next Sunday. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But, hey, want to thank Bodie Young Project yes. for coming Ooh, on the show. Uh, yep, yep, next, yep, yep. next week we'll have our Cauliflower Alley Club segment, I believe, where uh, Brian Blair is going to be sending us somebody to be on the show. Nice. Some great cool. stuff from Joe Malenko last week, so check yeah. that out. Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show, MarkHokeShow.com. YouTube, The Mark Hoke Show, Instagram, Mark Hoke Show. It's just everywhere, and it's pretty simple, Mark Hoke Show. I want to thank David Difference, Brian Ronovich, for their participation. We appreciate it. Awesome job, guys. We will see you next week on The Mark Hoke Show on KDON. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.